welcome to this podcast on website management, website maintenance, SEO and content marketing. We have really beautiful people, you can see their names right there. Um, and we'll be asking a few questions on how and what we can do if you're joining the website team, the SEO team or the content marketing team. So firstly, to all of you all, uh, thank you so much for being here. And my first question to all of you together is going to be, how do all your roles come together in any kind of website management or whatever you guys do in terms of your roles, but how do all of these things come together as a sync? Cool. So basically what happens is the website is more like the central point, right? Uh, SEO, content, even a lot of our efforts that go into email marketing. A lot of that ties down finally to the website. So um, when it comes to SEO and content, we are looking at uh, first the SEO team probably giving them uh, the content team some keywords to work on, basis which uh, the entire content piece is written after client feedbacks that comes through to the website team. And of course the website team then uploads it. Uh, how that impacts the website is that uh, in the end it's the keywords over there that help us rank on SEO and in the end they also help us in build that experience for uh, the visitors and that's where all of it ties together right okay. and of course there's a lot of internal back and forth but um, there is some coordination with the clients that comes in that's where uh, account managers come into play to ensure that um, timely delivery is happening they're clear with the briefs that are coming in and it's actually all tying in together um, to an extent there's also some uh, coordination with the solutions team uh, sometimes we try, try to sync up with uh, our content blogs that are going up let's say the holy is coming up diwali is coming up a blog is going on for festive care then probably that can also be linked onto social media a post can go up linking to the blog so quite a few things can happen here um, I'd just like to cut in here from a content perspective that uh, yes what Aditya said is very true that you know keywords and SEO plays a very very important role as far as content is concerned but another thing which we often overlook and that's equally important is understanding the brand tone of voice across the various marketing collaterals and staying true to the same tone even on the website so you know you obviously cannot have a brand speak a certain way on social media or you know you know, have a certain image in their advertising and marketing and then have a completely different language on the website. So that's where I think content plays a dual role. It's also about the brand language and tone of voice and at the same time, obviously there is SEO which plays a huge role as well. Right. I'd like to um, also talk about the structure that's there. So uh, Aditya and I are account managers. Bonzi being the account head, Mragang being uh, the SEO head. So what comes into picture is uh, each cl each client has an account manager that's the client facing uh, person. And every time, uh, it depends if the client's a retainer, it's a project based uh, client, there are certain briefs that come to us. Uh, obviously there are executives and uh, teams that work under Bonzi and Ragang and we all have uh, both Aditya and I, I have teams across website maintenance, uh, SEO, content and email marketing. Uh, our, our job is to make sure that all four uh, marketing, uh, uh, marketing angles are in sync, they're in tandem and there's no uh, discrepancy between anything and we make sure that our SEO is supporting our website. Uh, content is supporting SEO, making sure that SEO team gives uh, a, a monthly update to the website team saying 
these are your technical errors these this they do a ui ux audit saying that this is working this is not working they give content or uh, advice saying that this content or uh, piece can get better or uh, adding making few changes alterations or adding certain keywords uh, this is when it comes to uh, seo however even when we put out uh, a certain content on the website we make sure that it's uh, vetted through the seo team we make sure that the uh, keywords are right we make sure that it's seo friendly because in the uh, at the end of the day today uh, apparently the truth in the world is what comes in the first 10 uh, results on google so we make sure all these uh, marketing aspects are in sync are in are together because uh, in the end i'll uh, just adding to what aditya said our aim is to drive maximum traffic to the website it could be an e-com website it could be a brand page uh, but our ultimate motive is to get more uh, views and sessions on the website and that's how our SEO and content and even email marketing for that matter we make sure it's speaking the same language it's not uh, different and exactly why shebang helps because uh, it's very very integrated and especially because we also have clients that uh, are with us for solutions so we make sure our social media team and our website uh, team are always are speaking the same language and there is no, at no point there is some wrong communication or different form of communication going out. Yeah, you know, like uh, one of the things I of, uh, often see is that a lot of these various elements around the website are usually not in sync with each other. So for any business whose website is uh, sort of the core focus or a central point for where they want to talk to their consumers, it's important for the website to be managed and maintained well. It's important for that website team to be able to ensure that the website is loading properly. It's ensure it's important for the website team to ensure that there are no glitches on the website to constantly keep checking it. It's important for the website to have fresh content in, which is where Bonsi's team comes in. It's important for the website to have a, hel a healthy SEO score and ensure that the right kind of keywords are implemented via content. And this is what actually allows the entire, this is what actually set, differentiates Shebang from uh, how you work in different agencies. Here you have an integrated team uh, that's actually talking to each other. So these guys usually interact with each other through the day or their teams interact with each other through the day. And they're working as one cohesive team instead of individual teams. And that's where, that's where we're able to make an impact on uh, our clients uh, uh, client's website because you're not sort of having cross-agency interactions. If there's a problem with the website, the SEO team can instantly raise it. Uh, uh, the SEO team can instantly raise it with the website. If there's something that needs to be changed from a content point of view, uh, Bonsi can immediately give that direction. Hey, this content's wrong. We need to make this correction and we need to give it out. Right. So yeah, that's if anyone who's coming and joining this side of the business, you get the option, you get the opportunity. A, you have the option to work across either content, SEO, managing the website, strategizing for it. <laughs> how do we keep create engagement on it? Or work in the email marketing side of it or the direct marketing where you're able to create various touch points to gather database. Uh, but you have the opportunity to work across all of this and work with with these various departments got it got it so i mean so i mean now that i understand what you guys are doing in terms of in tandem so probably you look at it looking at it from a client side so a client comes with a brief now who are the people who are there on the call in in, in this team who are the people who are there on that particular call? how do you distill that brief from the clients and into 
your own teams or within yourselves? Our team collectively is called the business transformation team and uh, we have a business development team for our entire team and so what we do is uh, we get the solutions person on the call. We have Sharmin who heads the business transformation team on the call. Uh, it's me or someone from the SEO team uh, who ideally would like to ask the, uh, like ask few questions to the client, understand uh, what their business objective is in terms of requirement, uh, what keywords uh, they want to go after and uh, who their competition are, uh, who they look up to or uh, who they want to outrank for example. Uh, take all of those things into consideration, uh, get our answers and then start working on a website audit uh, and then go from there. So mm. th there, are, there are steps too, once you start with the audit, right. uh, you look at the technical aspects of things of the website, uh, you look at the pages and if the, the content on the pages are mapped with the right kind of keywords, uh, then you look at the link profile of the website, link pro profile is, uh, is something, so it's like this right, uh, how many other good authority websites in your niche are recommending your content uh, from their pages. That is uh, what, for us, that becomes a link profile. So there are like four or five different stages in SEO too. And we go through all of that and then we come up with a cohesive plan. Yeah. Just to add to that, you know, once sort of like you rightly said, right, Sharmin sort of is closing the business and bringing it in. I think the first step is actually First, there's an account manager that's actually assigned to that particular brand and business. Yes. Okay. Uh, that based on the services that that client has actually availed, uh, various members from either Bonsi's team or from Nugang's team, uh, and uh, either the either that particular brand of business is allocated to either Aditya or Bhumi's team because they are the account managers, and then they have their web web strategists that are there under them. Uh, the account is then allocated to one of those guys. So what happens is one of the the account managers is usually driving the overall business conversation. You then have uh, various members from the respective departments. So you have someone from content who's joining in on the induction call. You then have someone from the SEO team joining the induction call. You have someone from the website team joining the induction call. And if there's email marketing or direct marketing, you have someone from that team sort of joining the induction call. And overall understanding what is it that uh, what is it that we want to now achieve? I know a lot of this is sort of clarified during the pitch phase, mm -hmm. uh, but during the pitch phase also what we can do for them. So it's important for once that brand has been allocated, it's important for this team to also get a, uh, important to understand what is it that you want to achieve over your short term goals and your long term goals. So the team then sets out a plan, a roadmap for, hey, these are the short term goals. Here are the things that we'll set out to do. SEO team will end up doing their audits and say, hey, these are your competitors. Here, these are the kind of keywords and this is what we should be having and here is what our short term goal is and here is what our long term vision is like. And then the content team also it works in tandem with, with the SEO team uh, and create some of their own plans on how to drive more engagement or, or spend more time on the website. So uh, once a business comes in, this is essentially the overall process that, that, that needs to be followed. Got it. And, and for example, if somebody is joining us, like for somebody who's watching this or somebody wanting to join us, if they're wanting to join into the account management team, this is more towards you guys, what are the key tools that you use that enables this kind of development across the board? Uh, so there are various tools when we come to analytics and they serve different purposes. So when it comes to the most basic one would be of course Google Analytics. 
right? that gives us an overall view of what is happening on the website. Live views tell us a lot of things, but uh, we look at the consumer behavior on the website. We try to understand which blogs are performing, which kind of pages uh, giving us more drop-offs, what has a higher bounce rate. So all of that comes through from GA. But at the same time, we also have tools like SEMrush, uh, which uh, is specific to SEO and tells us about how the competition is doing, what are the kind of keywords we should look at. Adding on to that is SimilarWeb, which is again going deeper into um, understanding a competition because that tells us overall. Uh, let's say if I were to compare uh, one of our brand's website with four of its competitors, it will tell us the kind of traffic someone is getting, the kind of keywords that they are uh, tracking and they are uh, working on and where we can catch up to. And along with other small KPIs like uh, pages per session, bounce rate and um, overall traffic to the website down to the minute, uh, minute details. All of that comes through from uh, similar web. There's uh, something called uh, Microsoft Clarity, uh, which is very similar to, what's the name I'm forgetting, uh, for heat map. For Hotjar. Hotjar. So it's very similar to Hotjar, where we try to understand on-site behavior, where someone is clicking on the website, how far they're scrolling down. And basis that, we start coming up with more recommendations on, okay, we need to move this content up we need more CTAs over there. <coughs> this CTA is not getting enough attention, it's not getting clicked. So all of that comes through from MS Clarity or Hotjar. Um, this is, sorry, is yes. Microsoft Clarity a free or a paid version that someone can just sign up when they, when they come on board? Um, I think you can sign up and you move forward. You can sign up and just move, move forward. forward. Right? So it's Microsoft Clarity, you don't need to necessarily subscribe to it. You can actually just attach, you can just link your website to it and then sort of Yes, actually all of these tools are free to an extent. Uh, Google Analytics is absolutely free. Uh, you can go to GA360, which is a paid version, uh, more for enterprise plans. But when it comes to any of these tools that I've mentioned, they all have a free plan to just begin with, understand how the tool works. And then you can get into the more premium tools. Like say, for example, all of those uh, points that I mentioned for similar web. Um, in the beginning, you will only probably get some KPIs. You may not get into in-depth keyword research over there. But to get uh, that in-depth analysis, you'll have to subscribe further. Mm. And then that gives you uh, the Correct. more juice that you need. And most of the times, of course, it's useful. That's why it's there. Got it. So, I mean, a question, to, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but just a question. So, am I supposed to learn these tools before I join Shebang or I, am I going to get support with the help of Shebang to learn these tools? So, uh, I'll Actually, it's a good question you asked me because I don't come from a technical background. I come from a PR and a marketing brand management background. So when I joined Shebang, I obviously learned how to get these insights. Uh, it's, it's not rocket science. Uh, there are uh, a lot of courses uh, also on Google Garage, which take you, help you through these uh, research and uh, 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 tools that help you understand your website better. Uh, I also want to add on to what he said is there are tools that obviously help you give you insights on how your website's performing. Uh, there are various tools that tell you how your SEO is doing, how your content's doing, but there are also plugins uh, that help you enhance your current uh, website and enhance your consumer behavior. Uh, and it depends on what your uh, website is based on. So there are Shopify has multiple plugins that help you with 
even direct marketing says so push owl where we send out push notifications on your desktop uh, which help us get more traffic onto the website uh, there are various direct marketing uh, plugins that we can use to uh, send out automations or send out uh, order conf confirmation uh, we can send out uh, any mark uh, uh, a marketing campaign that we want to send out so while yes there are uh, tools that help you give insights there are a lot of other tools that help you understand uh, where and how to target your audience and make it more uh, crisper it is more uh, because there are a lot of ai tools as well that we use so speaking of ai there are certain things we are working on right now with the content team is where there is a tool called recreate uh, where we convert our blogs into videos uh, so it's there are people who don't like reading Uh, so if we have an integrated video where they choose to not read the blog, but they want to just hear it out, we can do that as well. So there are a lot of plugins as well that enhance your websites, that can make it look better, that makes your consumer journey easier. Uh, to be honest, it's not something uh, you ha you'd have special skills to uh, understand. You there are always uh, tutorials that are there. Uh, there are most of these also give you demos. Uh, so there there's a team uh, which particular tool or plugin would have where they remove some time they take you through the uh, whole to a uh, plugin and explain you how it is going to help you and obviously there are always some customer relation or people who can guide you through certain process so it's it's very simple uh, especially for someone who even doesn't belong uh, to any kind of mm. analytics or any kind of technical background uh, it's something you can always learn on the job right. and uh, it's pretty easy to be honest What's interesting is that what I hear, sorry, what I hear says that someone who's joined, like for this team, is always on a lookout for some tool, plugin, yeah. always sort yeah. of learning a new tool or a plugin. Uh, and this question sort of is across to all of you guys. Uh, which ones? And and while I understand that someone may not necessarily have uh, that tool or that particular analytics or insights platform uh, knowledge. uh but which ones would you say are core or the must have must knows uh once you join this or if you already have this or what is it that you should know when you're joining this because uh there are some that are common across all okay. these verticals um which ones would you say are are the must knows out of all so for for me for the seo team uh i would really need so i understand that analytics you need to have a website to like you know access the analytics and not a lot of freshers for example who must be coming into this entire like ecosystem might have their own website to work on but uh, knowing what analytics does knowing how to like you know just go about the analytic tool and knowing how to use google search console not only knowing but reading it also yes. like knowing yeah. seeing what is there yeah. and then understanding so it and when i say knowing i mean to like uh, navigate through the tool and what information it gives and how it helps the website this knowledge is very, uh, like really important for me, uh, like for someone to uh, have uh, if that person wants to come in the seo team do you mean how to interpret the yeah i mean yeah. read about it there's Correct. there's n hours of like you no know, uh, online as as uh, bhumi said there, there are n n number of like videos, videos out there tutorials out there which help uh, in all languages hmm. like to uh, help people understand what these tools do and just like uh, interpreting those tools and 
being able to navigate those tools hmm. once you come in uh, that knowledge is important in my opinion correct so for google specially um, <laughs> i believe google has like a google academy where you can get certified in certain things correct. especially something like a ga or google ads many more uh, google themselves give you that certificate okay you've gone through this course you've gone through the assessment you know a certain level you get the certificate that you know this so i believe that would be one thing that someone should definitely look at that will give you the basics but like murugang said just knowing the tool is not enough i understand that you don't have the website to uh, read the data get a lot of different types of data but just go through blogs just go through website learnings from different people and definitely go through that academy course because that is going to build the base and then knowing the tools and then it comes down to you and how you interpret, interpret the data correct i think what must have are j for sure also understanding your page speed and size they are very basic very very basic if i mean if you just go on to it if you go on page inside for a url of any website you want to know and you get an insight of how the pages are performing you understand the load speed time you understand if the core web vitals are uh, in place if there's any technical issue these are very very easy to use tools uh, GA like you said you need a website your own website and there are certain codes that need to be added only then you can access it you cannot pick a website out of uh, internet and go on their GA insights but something like PageSpeed insights very easy to access something like um GT metrics G metrics uh so GT metrics will yeah. actually the, there's one new update that has come in PageSpeed insights so PageSpeed insights will give you 28 days one month Correct. average now yeah. but GT metrics will actually give you real time performance yeah. of that uh, site and it will give you a complete report of what are the kind of things that you need to fix it will go uh, in fact about gt metrics um you don't even need to have a pro account to uh, access a lot of things if you have just signed up with them you log into that account and you keep going through and run a test on a single link it will keep the entire history so let's say if i have run a test on a website link in jan and i'm running it now I still have the Jan data through till now, and I can compare and see what Correct. happened when, Correct. and say, okay, this time we made this change. This impacted badly. We need to revert back. We need so to see what the issue is. So these are certain tools like they should yeah. have basic knowledge. But I for website, like uh, I mean, if you're going into website, I believe SEO also, uh, GT metrics and uh, page speed inside definitely we missed that. That is a very important part. I have a question for Bonzi when it comes to content or. Uh, marketing and content writing are there certain tools or plugins or uh um, anything that they sh- you feel that that sh- that something people should have certain knowledge about so i think see i'm a bit old school when it comes to content in the sense that yes i know there are plugins and now there are tools that help people and while that's great i think with content it's essentially very very important to read Correct. Right, because I mean, it's surprising that I'm saying this, but it's true. Like I have a lot of people who apply, and then when I interview, they tell me that I mean, my basic question is, do you read, and what do you read? And the answer is generally like, you know, I just read when I feel like it, or I read sometimes, and I'm. For me, that is kind of not a great situation to be in because I feel like you have to have to be a voracious reader if you call yourself a writer of any sort. Um, having said that not just blogs not just websites you have to read across the board like you have Correct. to have that kind of curiosity where you know if you go like it's a very random example 
but even if I just you know step into someone's washroom and I see an interesting looking package I turn around and I read what's written on the back because for me the brand language also resonates on the packaging Correct. right so I think that's very important um, at the same time I think what also happens is generally lifestyle content is very easy to write like you know when you talk about right. hair or you talk about skin or you talk about things like that so people generally think oh it's more effortless and mm. you know why don't but they don't realize that specialized content is where you kind of can form a niche mm. and you can really really make a name for yourself if you're good in one specific domain and you kind of crack that tone of okay. voice uh, crack the writing style of yeah. that entire industry yeah. say for example it's pharmaceuticals or um, you know it's technology you can really really kind of ace your game there because you know your competition is also much lower they're, there's, they're always looking out for writers you know mm. in that domain and so are we because we do have a lot of clients as an agency right for example tech is one of our core specialities so when, okay. a, when a client comes to us with that kind of requirement we, you, they also expect the content writer to have that level of specialized knowledge to be able to write that content. What are your views on AIs that create content? Like it's not, uh, you probably put in certain keywords and then mm. you get a whole uh, long, long form or short form of content. Um, it's, it's good. I think it's always helpful. Um, however, I think there was something that Soil said to, to me in the beginning and that kind of stuck with me. Um, just like you, I don't come from traditionally from a content writing background per se. I come from a writing background. So I've been a journalist earlier, I've done a stint in advertising, I've done a stint in creative writing as well as publishing, right? Um, and my, like my initial apprehension was, you know, I'm not so great with tools and, you know, I don't mm. understand a few things. Um, one of the things that he said was that you, at the end of the day, like SEO, everything, ranking, everything's important, but you don't write for algorithms. Correct. You don't write for Google search engine, you write for your reader. Correct. Correct. Right? That's true. And yeah. that essentially stays, it's like a common principle, no matter what the means. Yeah. Right? That's true. So I feel any AI tool is great, you should know about it, but it shouldn't stunt your growth as a writer. Yeah, and I think that also there's a personal touch to uh, writing content yourself so yeah. and my other fear is content writers will become redundant mm. won't they if everyone can manage with an ai True. tool right so you brought uh, up an interesting point right yeah. that uh, something that we spoke about saying you don't when you write content and yeah. and Mugang, you can add in here because there's a lot of bit of seo and you guys too can um, that you don't write for algorithms you don't write for sort of your client you don't write for uh, machines you actually write for your reader what do you think are, what do you think the content writers sort of joining this team, hmm. uh, what is the kind of knowledge they should have, what is the kind of mindset they should have when they're, when they're joining you? Um, so for me, I think what has been most important and um, this is always, they should have the, the will to learn. So I, I'm, I mean, I, while I know a lot of people who've come into me, you know, during interviews and said that I am not very sure if I can do this, but I'd love to do it. I don't know if I can write medicine, I don't know if I can write tech, I don't know if I, I can write pharma, but I'd love to do it and I'm willing to learn. So I think that is a, I think the attitude, the right attitude, and this is something I think you'd all agree with. Um, having said that, um, I think have a certain journey in mind. Don't come with a completely blank slate saying that, you know what, I'm okay to go, just go with the flow. Tell me that these are the kind of brands I would like to work on, these are the brands I'm interested in. So say for example, we have an intern who's just come in and you know, she comes from an engineering background. So she was really clear that I want to club in my strength 
with you know the kind of clients that you have and try and work on something going ahead i'd be willing to try other stuff so we've given her more of our you know engineering technical those sort of bits to write so i think clubbing your life experience or your interest um and obviously i mean i cannot emphasize this enough your basic grammar skills have to have to be in place yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's important right like yeah. having yeah. having having a keen interest in what you're doing and yeah. sort of having a forte because a lot of the content that you that your team writes is long form content yeah. you're yeah. usually writing content in 500 600 words plus going up to 1200 1500 words a lot of time the seo team needs cornerstone articles so it's important when you have uh, uh when you have a keen interest in engineering you're able to if you and if you already know that you're mm-hmm. then able to put them on a brand that actually yeah. talks about either it or either that yeah. to- talks about tech and then you can get the best out of them uh and they also able to understand that 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 subject better and able to churn out churn out rele- uh, relevant copy rugang coming to you um what do you think you need from let's say from an seo when it comes to content or from a content person what, what are the sort of must have uh, skills that you think you need from a from an seo person see tone and grammar aside that is uh, bonsi's uh, like you know bonsi's there to take care of and the the management in her team the the, the, the senior content. people in her team are there to take care of that but then other than that i think uh, as you said we write for the readers uh, and google also is looking for is one of the readers yeah no no no, 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 no not really google is a judge you can say yeah. over here yeah. but uh, it wants you to write in like you know for the reader to ensure that his search intent Absolutely. is completely met on your page for your for those keywords So what I would like for someone uh, an SEO is coming new to the team or uh, new content writers are trying to join is uh, a uh, just like you know look at a a piece of content and ask themselves that is it like you know as a user is it enough okay. mm. uh, yeah. am i covering everything okay. all mm. the subtopics that uh, the user might be interested in or am i leaving something out just because the word count is met hmm. right so that is something uh, that, that is the like you know i that someone needs to have when it comes to like and also what the competition is doing hmm. is if the competition is doing a little more than what we are doing covering a little more sub topics than what we are covering and if it is helping them rank for their main money keyword on the first page i would like to like uh, so A is research and B is uh, and like intent based content writing is very important. Can I add something here which probably would help both people joining content the content team or the SEO team is uh, and that's a account manager's perspective here that content creation uh, and SEO always go hand in hand but mm. what we realized uh, over a period of uh, time is different form of content help SEO a lot. So there are blogs, there are infographics, uh, there are videos. So the more creative you are with the way you put out your content, the more it helps the SEO team. And it's and there are, it's very interesting that there sometimes there are certain recommendations that come from the SEO team say oh, why can't we make this into an infographic? Or there sometimes where the content team says you know what this is a long form content why don't we turn it into an S- uh, a video so that it will even help in terms of uh, SEO. So uh, I think when someone is working in the content team or the SEO team what both the teams need to really really concentrate on is uh, 
how are we putting it out yes it is for the users but it needs to be uh, seo friendly not in a in your face seo friendly not in a technical way but in a very very how do you do it creatively hmm. and how do you not sound dry while doing that i think that's something that uh, we've realized working over a period of time that 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 um, balance of both is very 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 important mm. and that's exactly why our content team and our seo team they work hand in hand right there's never never a time there they do not know what the other person's doing so right. so actually that that that's very interesting because when you say creatively so what is the kind of creative energies one should bring to the table especially when they're joining a tech team right we have this notion that i'm in tech and i don't know if i need to be creative at all so yeah. what is the kind of creative energies one should bring with so uh, i'd like to um, there's an example i'd like to bring is the rio blood report we made rio pads uh, are a feminine hygiene product uh, and for them uh, with this there was this whole blood report we made which shebang obviously backed and there was a lot of research that shebang did for the brand and that's one of the best form of content and seo amalg- amalgamation that i have seen honestly in a very very long time where it has research it has what people want want to read what people want to know or uh, it's it's a long uh, report but also people would be intrigued in reading it because the way it's written uh, there are infographics there are uh, pictures there are uh, just bullet points that are long for it's it's a mix of everything you can do with content and everything you can do with seo mm-hmm. i think that's a best case study to have uh, cuz honestly with that i think Uh, both the SEO team and content team and Shabang's research team have done the best job. I feel. Got it. To add to what she said about this particular campaign, mm-hmm. uh, most importantly, the entire piece of content—it's uh, very unique. Right. There no, it's not rehashed content. It's as she said, researched content. It's got. Uh, we got help from the clients end too. uh they give us like some very very cool stats and numbers that uh, not a lot of people might have even heard of before so and for a client to have those numbers in place i think that's also yeah. very important yeah so uh unique everyone keeps talking about unique content but a lot of like i've seen a lot of websites just kind of uh, rehash their mm. content from like five pieces of content mix them together change the tone and that's it but uh, so, like that's being creative the rio pad approach was really really creative right interesting so uh, this was a very good question because i i recognize that this is something we have not discussed at all Ever. but there yeah, are there are actually developers and ui ux designers within the team and they and even the web strategists seo team content they actually always looking for something creative to do so for example when i'm talking about content I always have the content team coming up to me like okay this uh, we have a festival coming up uh, how can we make this tie into the uh, current campaigns are the campaigns going on how do we spin it around right. and uh, have a banner on the website how do we tie it all together uh, when it comes to SEO the team is always on the lookout for how we can get new forms of content out there uh it doesn't always have to be blogs it can be photo content it can be uh content going on to different kind of landing pages or even category pages so that always keeps coming forward and a um, major thing that we always look at mm-hmm. is let's take an example of apple you go to apple's website and you look at any single landing page i mean you look at airpods uh, ipad pro they are mind blowing and that is creativity at its best i would say because the 
kind of experience you have on that page is immersive and you're just like you don't want to uh, leave that page because you want to see what happens yeah. next yeah. that's actually an amalgamation of all the teams that were sitting yeah. and talking yeah. about yeah. over here yeah. because there's a good play of content there's a good play of sort UI of technology UI, there's exactly. a good play of ui ux there's a good play of seo because none of it is sort of images they're all html yes. they're all they're all optimized for the right kind of keywords they're all optimized they talk about keywords like performance they use words like 3x they use words like long battery life i mean they're using the right sort of kind of keywords also so it's sort of the the one of the, a, a very good example that you mentioned an am amalgamation of all these uh, all these departments that actually come together to deliver a better experience to the customer um, talking about content uh, there are bonsi in your team today there there's there's a content writer there is a content strategist there's a or a content manager and then there is there is you uh talk us a little bit about the difference in role of each of these and what each person what role each person plays sure and what so, what different teams do they interact with also yeah, can sure. i just button one small thing please sorry so again one more thing we forgot in the whole apple thing we talked about ui ux but also the creativity that came in from the developers when building that i was actually i was literally because that. that page would not have been possible yeah. without the developers we have tried uh, building such pages where we are trying to do it and having attempted something like that i know how difficult it is for the developers so a lot of creativity comes in from them over there their skill comes into play so can't underplay that that page would not be possible without the developers yeah, i want to add to that you said like what is the creative side of tech the core of it is coding mm. and a lot of people think that coding is set in a set rule or something but to be honest coders are the most creative people we have at shibang right now because right. the kind of uh, a small code can just make a website look very 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 different so your creativity starts even at something just so technical uh there's 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 nothing that's set in uh, it's a set rule mm. i mean our code our, our developers really really try hard uh, and to be more creative to they have their resource that they do so yeah i mean even something that's so technical uh, can always be uh, creatively influenced got it so actually if you are a developer you can check out the developers podcast we have linked it down as well yeah. so yeah that's a plugin that we need to have <laughs> anyway going back to bonsi and going back to bonsi so bonsi coming back to my question as a content writer if you are inclined towards joining the content team or if you've someone who just joined the content team uh what are the, there are there are content writers there are, what is the what is the team structure look like or the composition look like and what are the different teams that they interact with sure so at present we have um, three junior writers uh what they do is they create most of our content for all the brands um you know each of them are client facing in the sense that they interact with the clients when required otherwise they interact regularly with our account managers to understand the requirement of the client uh we have an intern like i mentioned who's just joined um that's another thing i'd like to say if there are interns who are interested in starting off at shebang we are a fast growing team so we are looking for you know talented writers to kind of come on board if we like their work we do give them opportunities and we do like to train writers as well because it really does pay off uh you know to have talent grow from like the bottom up of the pyramid and get to the top um within the team then uh, next we have two of our strategists and managers they oversee what the content is for each and every brand um again there are two the, the teams the, the brands are divided between the two of them 
and um, they see to it that you know the tone of voice that we were talking about constantly coordinating with SEO coordinating regularly with the account managers to see that you know the teams that they're managing the brands that they're managing um, are working out well if there is any escalation on any brand they handle that um, and um, I had the content team so what I do is um, they report to me both the senior strategists and I oversee um, all the brands um, as much as possible when there is a requirement and at the same time I think what I've also been trying to do uh, recently is we work with a lot of other teams like of course we work regularly with SEO we work you know regularly with the web and tech but we also work with a lot of other teams at shebang so um i've been like looking at some work with uh, motion pictures okay. we do a lot of scripts with them which we which is something we've just started um we're also working with shebang theta to create branding content so those are the projects that i handle directly or i head directly and i'm trying to see that you know the writers who are interested in collaborating with some such other teams including solutions get the opportunities to do that so right. you know the whole creative question that you were mentioning i think content is fairly lucky the possibilities are huge yeah. so you know you start off and then depending on what you're interested in yeah. um we can just take take it up from there so you have sorry you have content writers you have senior and junior yes. content writers who are involved in the day to day execution of things yeah. uh, they work with the client and largely work with the internal teams on delivering the content that's there um, you have then the content managers or the content strategists who are driving the overall agenda for yeah. uh, what needs to go out on the platform so yeah. they are the guys who are actually uh, doing the proofreading, yeah. they are working alongside the SEO team and uh, coming up with the titles or the topics for that particular month yeah. uh, and they're doing the reporting part of it on how that particular co piece of content is performing yeah. uh, and then there's you who sort of uh, driving the overall yeah. overall content uh, content division. Um, coming to, co just want to speak a bit more on the content front, sure. uh, what is when someone is if someone is joining your content team right now, whether it be at a writer level or at a strategist level, hmm. uh, what would your advice be on in terms of the kind of process that they should follow before they take on a brand? Um, I think do a lot of research. Like, like Murugang said, research is extremely, extremely important when you're writing for a brand. Um, read everything about the brand. Um, even, you know, not just website or their blogs. Go and click on news see where the brand has been relevant in the last few years, what they've been doing, what has been a trend for them, or what has worked for them. See their social media pages. We're not a solutions team, but I think it's really, really important to understand what the brand is doing on a day-to-day -day basis, which is, again, something that you can only know from social. Um, try and see what is being spoken about the brand. So, you know, go on to, you know, Quora, or go on to all these different, like, forums off that you page. have online, off-page. Yeah. See what people are, you know, what conversations are going on around the brand, positive, negative, because you never know, there could be any opportunity at any given point where we could change the course of that conversation. Mm. So I think that's again very, very important. Um, I think research, if you, if you ask me. So do your homework before you get onto a brand. And once you're on the brand, don't, be, um, don't, don't slack away from it. Continue to do that. So you know, and try and then get more interaction with the client. Try and you know, see what the client's perspective is, where they want to take the brand or try and ex explain your perspective because there, there could be a lot of times like we have writers who want to do more for the brand. Mm. You know, they're like, we're only doing ABC, but we want to do DNE from our end. We want to do that bit more. So that's great. So Kuan, you know, we, we give you, that's the reason we give you, you know, that freedom to have client interactions so that you can go and have that conversation. 
and that's also a great opportunity to again show your creativity to the client that Got this it. is the extra bit we can do. Got it. You know, Bhumi touched upon this earlier and you mentioned that content is not only about writing a blog and you mentioned that you know if there's a festival coming up or if there's an event coming up for something you don't only necessarily need to write a blog. Uh, what are the various types of content uh, buckets? Buckets, if I if I had to call it, uh, what are the various kind of content buckets that someone could explore? So one is of course writing the blogs, but what else could a content writer ex do with uh, with their brand in this space? Um, so like I think Aditya mentioned, there are some mandates like you know say for example footer content or banners or product website descriptors. Content, yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously website is is one of the again like if this is all part of website content um what more can you do you can again plug in suggestions you can um, you know you, you can, can come up with quizzes you can you come, come up, up with, with an yeah. interactive yeah. blog quiz which so, is actually answering yeah. questions so we're doing that for wipro actually so wipro we've we've made this wipro shower gel store which is uh, which is something we've worked on and we're working on their blog so that was one of the things we suggested to them that we want to do interactive quizzes because shower gels are just so much fun right everyone has their own choice you can just really play around with the content um, another thing that we suggested was that we are suggesting to a lot of clients currently is UGC content um, content written by experts so that is where the whole X factor comes in into your content mm. like you know why would you want to read something about um, you know advice on what like how your skin looks or how your skin can get better from just any unknown person yeah. right you'd rather read from an expert yeah. Um, same way for Sephora, we've started creating UGC content based on heart health, where we have real people sharing their heart stories, talking about how they over, overcame like, you know, you know, adversities or they overcame like a heart issue and they're doing like fabulously well in, in life now. They're leading, leading very, very healthy lives. So again, inspiring real life stories. Um, and again, this is like great. But it's it's shareable content as opposed right. to just mm. SEO focused. Mm. I'll I'll like to add to what you're saying. So for B Blunt, this is what we're doing: is uh, we have a certain set of questions we put out on the so, uh, social media, basically on their Instagram. Uh, B Blunt has a lot of shampoos and conditioners, uh, basically hair care, and uh, that's the product they're into. Uh, so what we do is we what we were doing is. Uh, put out certain questions on Instagram stories and ask people to choose what their hair concerns are. And basis of that, we have a lot of long form content going out. And we also have expert uh, opinions on those content. Like we have Aduna, we have uh, the experts from the brand side writing uh, and replying to those uh, concerns. So that creates a connect with the uh, consumer because they see Instagram is something people are on every day so how do you leverage that and especially right. because Shabang handles all sides of marketing right so how do you leverage that into uh, making sure your content that you're putting out on the website gets that traction is relevant people want to read it so these are various uh, situations we come up with to, to make it more interesting Got it. so it, from from a perspective of like SEO actually so how does the, the structure in the SEO team work then what does somebody who joins the SEO do, team do on a daily basis, for example? So, uh, there are multiple tasks when it comes to SEO. Uh, so, Murugang, if you can first take us through what is the structure yeah. of the SEO team, maybe not even all, just like, cool. what are the SEO, is there an SEO, SEO executive manager? Cool. Maybe you can, so what are the different people involved in it and what is the role, role they play? Yeah, yeah. So, in the SEO team, we have a senior manager. We then have a couple of managers reporting into him. 
and these managers, strictly FEO team, uh, they have senior execs and execs. Okay. So all of this entire team together, they uh, one like exec, senior manager, manager, uh, and uh, sorry, exec, senior exec, manager, and a senior manager together, they work on multiple brands. Like one team works on like a couple of brands. Okay. So that that is the structure overall. Uh, but like so that is the FEO team but when we work with the client on, on a brand with the content team we have account managers helping us uh, like be seamless in our communication internally and with the client so that is the structure and as far as what we do on a daily basis there's a lot of uh, technical so the, in a website when it comes to SEO there is technical uh, aspect of the website where uh, we uh, well, page speed is very important and uh, how the website is loading loading on mobile versus desktop that is uh, important uh, so there is technical aspects to look at a b there is uh, like for our, on our own website uh, if there is new content coming in on a monthly basis we have uh, the on page uh, things that we have to do and with every blog that goes out it links to multiple product pages internal other blogs so all of that is like all of that happens. A uh, lot of time goes into competition analysis okay. uh, because each and every brand has at least two, three immediate brand competition, hmm. and then there are like you know uh, content side competition which which may be ranking for our keywords, hmm. not necessarily brands. So a lot of time goes into like you know understanding what those guys are doing, uh, like what okay, as it was said before. What keywords they are targeting, what kind of content they are writing, uh, not only that, what kind of links they are getting, if they are getting the links, they are getting the links from like you know campaigns that they are working on or is that, are, they, uh, are they getting links because their content is so good that someone feels like linking back to them, documenting all of that, putting mm. structure to all of those things is what we do on a daily basis. Right. Along with, uh, and it's SEO, right? It's, it's a funny business hmm. uh, because Google can like you know come up with any kind of update and it does, uh, yeah. twice a year they have major updates, right? So if something goes down, uh, diving into the entire thing, diving into the Google search console to understand what, like, you know, what keywords uh, have got affected right. and if there are any warnings from Google, if there is a, like, you know, if there's a hack that has happened to on, uh, on the server, if, uh, I mean, uh, analyzing all of this, it really takes a lot of time right. to look at all those uh, different aspects individually. Hmm. So all of that is what we do on a daily basis. So, so it's the SEO executives that are actually doing the on-page, the off-page and the technical audit and implementation. Yes, uh, uh, a lot of groundwork. Yes. A lot of the groundwork. The SEO managers are essentially keeping an eye on competition and then giving direction to the executives in terms of uh, the change in direction that needs to happen based on how competition's changing. Correct. And of course, overlooking the entire strategy of ensuring that the strategy planned out with the client is, is being implemented. Correct. And uh, we are an agency and as uh, uh, Bonsi earlier said, we have different kind of clients, right? So some, one client might be like, you know, a client which has uh, multiple international pages. So his, uh, that, that particular client's uh, SEO is c slightly different then if you were just an e-commerce site with let's say 20, 30, 40, 50 products, uh, there the SEO is a little different. And then we have like a lot of budget constraints. So 
how do we get links for these brands like you know how do we plan content for them all of that is what we do on a daily basis Got it. so and there's a there's a team of executives and managers that work together and they work on a set of let's say four or five plans together at, no, at no, a time no 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 three max three max max, max three. each of our team works. and each one is focused on that particular client Absolutely. so a manager might have uh, four clients maximum uh, two senior execs for example might have two brands each and then there will be an uh, like a couple of uh, depending on the size of the brand there will be one or two junior execs like execs hmm. who will be helping with a lot of like you know taking the report out hmm. uh, giving their two cents then it Talk goes to the senior guy senior exec he looks at it and he reports it to the manager which in, then before going to the client most of the times it goes through us the senior management okay. we take a look if there is a if there's any feedback needed most of the times like account managers and managers do their thing they 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 know their thing very well right. so they are the guys running the show and uh, i'm the guy who is like you know just managing things here <laughs> so there are a lot of deep focus work that is that is required from the seo guys yes. because they're not sort of they're not working on let's say the executives are not working on five six accounts they're no, working no, no. they're working on two accounts and they're expected then say hey you know what let's deep dive into every aspect of seo for these two accounts and because they have help right at every right. level Correct. it's not that you know they are lost there's right. there's, there's uh, we have uh, like for the last couple of months or month every week uh, one of our managers is taking in depth trainings of like you know what how for example google my business what's it all right. about we had a training like for last for one and a half hours day before yesterday uh, smith took that training right. so we have we had another training that was done a, the week before so a lot of learning a lot of like you know and the thing is that uh, is slow like growing. you know learning understanding and growing hmm. and uh, the execs are at like ease because they don't get slapped for example slap is a it's i i don't mean slap them <laughs> but they don't get like you know metaphorically, yeah, metaphorically they don't get scolded <coughs> uh, yeah. or they don't have to bear the pressure hmm. if like you know something goes wrong right. because the guy above him and the manager above him are, are the ones who will be taking the responsibility and like you know when things don't work out for them they don't understand what has happened they are the ones who actually say that okay you need to look into this right. and take care of this so, so keeping the hierarchy aside even though I, there is a hierarchy i being a seo junior seo executive as well i can take up other opportunities within the seo team Absolutely. right i can always come to you and say you know what nurang i want to do this Absolutely. this is something i would like to do then do i become client facing at that point of time or so you all even the exec is all uh, exec is also always client facing okay correct all the team members are client facing it's just that we have this hierarchy in place uh, with uh, in terms of the experience and seniority uh, in the space and in terms of like you know uh, complaint escalations got it so otherwise we work as a team like you know we we sit together we work together it's just that uh, from the client side i don't we like we I, i'm not of the opinion that you know the execs should get like you know beating from the client just because something did not go right so mm. we have like like those hierarchy in place only for that otherwise uh, we can work at like we can take up any task but i think mm-hmm. that's that's a great thing about the work culture generally at shabang like yeah, yeah, everyone is uh, reachable yeah. and you know everyone is approachable and there is no hierarchy in terms of approachability your point mm-hmm. of view yeah. yeah i so i've been with shabang for a couple of months and a very very good observation is it doesn't matter you're an intern or mm. your you head or uh, certain departments but your voice will be heard hmm. uh, if you have a certain idea you can there's 
you always have the right to even di- directly say to the client we, it's mm. never like oh you're just an intern you cannot say this you cannot do this everyone's point of view is considered heard and a lot of times even executed if it's feasible and if it's viable so uh, i think growth is something that uh, is something that's definite that comes with any role that you take up at shebang correct so now that we have spoken about seo we have spoken about how content teams are also structured now moving a little bit to the account management teams how are you guys structured are you divided into like e-commerce <laughs> websites websites in general how do you guys structure your teams and do i need experience to come in like with some e-commerce website experience to join the e-commerce team or do i learn on the job too so uh, i'll start with this um so there are no there uh, every account manager has four teams under them depending on or uh, with the what services the client has available so if i have a client which is which is taking up website maintenance content uh, seo and direct marketing i look into all four because that that's what comes under business transformation uh second point when i touched upon what experience i should have so uh, i remember when i was interviewing for uh, this role so he told me that think of this as your own small company because i also have a background of uh, having my own startup what we look into is not just strategy marketing strategy we also look into finances we also have certain targets that we have every year that we need to uh, meet uh, which is our revenue target we all we also have a lot of uh, coordination and to make sure that our communication goes out as one cohesive uh, approach it's not broken that's what an account manager does it brings all these four departments together because it honestly gets very difficult for someone like bonzi and ragang to get into the nitty gritties of it for every client hmm. they each uh, team has some 20 30 clients for them to overlook all of that gets very 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 difficult so that's right. when an account manager comes into picture where strategy is looked into play, uh, looked into where uh, they make sure that all uh, marketing uh, departments work together uh, so that's what we do very very closely but we also get into uh, sometimes we just feel like okay you know this something can be done better or we have an opinion about okay how can we do this so we i said with either the content team or the email marketing team saying that okay this is something that i have in uh, mind how do we go about executing it so you're not just coordinating cuz uh, in so his language that something even a monkey can be trained to do <laughs> but uh, it's making sure you understand what the client wants mm. making sure your teams uh, in, execute that but also bringing your perspective uh, i think both of us come with an experience of at least 6 to 7 years in the industry so we know what works what doesn't work and what we would we can add on to um, mm. the entire uh, approach that we have correct so actually to kind of structure what you said i had a similar thing in mind but just to put a structure yeah, to it yeah. there are three things to it basically one is where you're managing the team Correct. you're leading the team you are setting priorities you are ensuring that deliverables are going on time Correct. but at the same time you're also facing the client facing the brunt of it actually hmm. and <laughs> and um, you are managing the expectations you're understanding what their requirements are what Correct. their goals are Correct. and then driving the team towards it but at the same time you are also managing yourself, yourself yeah. 
you are <laughs> trying to strategize you're trying Thanks to work on your that. tasks <laughs> you're trying to get <laughs> a lot of done yes so i think it's it's a combination of these three things that as an account manager we do on a day to day basis actually yes. and to be an account manager i feel one very very important uh, quality that was again something that uh, sohil had told us is always you're as good as your team so always make sure uh, your team is working on their strengths if there are certain weaknesses the best part is there are various courses even if it's not available outside shebang has them uh shebang academy plugging uh, plugging in that here there there are certain uh, uh learnings that shebang gives people uh, who are working at shebang to make sure they grow even as uh, marketers hmm. so it's about making sure your team is do, is at their optimum best it's Got it. optimizing the the strengths of your team hmm. just to add so, to what these two guys said uh, it's just like you need to know your stuff right you cannot not you cannot not know about direct marketing hmm. because as uh, aditya said you if shit goes down you are the first in the line of fire right, right. <laughs> and uh, you cannot be oh wait i'll pass on the message and yeah. let me let yeah, the expert yeah, yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. what they have to say yeah. hmm. uh, it doesn't work that way uh, right. we deal with really uh, big brands in the industry in various industries in our country right. and uh, those guys are like you know busy people and uh, these guys they come as they said they come with the experience of 6 7 years yeah. Yeah. you need to know about seo right yeah you're not an expert at one thing you're jack of all trades just at least the basics so yeah. at least you can answer jack of all trades making sure that story. we know our, what's yeah. going on so yeah. because uh, being able to a understand what the problem is b uh, kind of just to cool the temper down for example <laughs> when uh, shit hits the fan uh, have a interim response hmm. yes Got saying it. okay i get what is happening uh, i see this is abc can be can be the three reasons but let me get back to you with the uh, it's like a buffer between everything <laughs> going think, down yeah. the drain i think the people management skills need to be on yeah so i think yeah. like account for account managers they are at the helm of the helm of everything and they are controlling straddling uh, the these the four ele- these four yeah. elements of the website so yeah. everything that's revolving around the website that's what they are actually right. responsible for which is what which is why they need to have uh, which is why they need to have those people management skills they need mm-hmm. to be able to work and make two different teams work together and plug in the two different teams at the right time at the right moment yeah. there's no saying okay let me only get this team on the call and yeah. then sort of get another team and get, then get this team so one they need to have people management skills two they need to be great with their analytics and insights because if they need to talk to a client and if they need to get something out of the client and if they need to build a relationship with the client they need to know about the brand as or try to know about the brand as much as the client does mm. Mm. so they need to be on top of it and they need to know what's happening what their consumers are doing what kind of database are we capturing uh, bonsi brought up about hey you know we're doing a quiz with one of the brands so we're capturing that database or the website team is doing some on site engagement where we're capturing a database so they're sort of plugging in and saying hey you know what the website teams actually capturing this database let me take it back to the direct marketing team and say hey you know what we've captured this database which is purely based on this campaign so let's do some sort of work uh to this database purely yeah. based on this kind of uh based on the database that we captured yeah. based on this segment that we've captured right. so they're sitting at the helm of things and mm. they're actually driving the conversation mm. uh and aditya and bhumi because you guys are sort of sitting at the helm of things what would you say is one of the uh uh how do you 
how do you ensure that you get the best out of your client? What are, what are, what are some of the suggestions tips for someone who is either coming into your role or either sort of progressing into your role or wants to progress into your role? Uh, what are the must-haves uh, or what are, what are the, some of the traits that they should have? Uh, so there's nothing, there's no hard and fast rule about uh, clients being assigned only to a particular team basis, their nature. Yeah. Um, it depends on us uh, as our strengths, but it's, it's an open field. Okay. And uh, it does not have to be as such that uh, you need to know e-commerce to get into shebang or into a particular team. Like I said, it's a mix already. Mm -hmm. So for example, my team handles two e-commerce accounts, but at the same time there is one account which is purely uh, branded. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, it's uh, diverse in a sense that there's a Shopify website, there's a WordPress website, there is a Psycho website, there was a Drupal website. So there were different CMSs playing at uh, at the same time. Hmm. So there is no one formula to get here. Uh, in fact, uh, what and is also sorry, I'm cutting you. Yeah. It also helps account managers understand different uh, forms of uh, website that's there. So we our approach is never it's never the same because there we're working on different things. So it's always a very uh, a personal approach that we give because we also even as account managers get to learn about different forms of website different ways of putting uh, your content out or your information out on mm. the website as well got it yeah so more than having a forte i would say the willingness to actually learn and mm. understand the website and the different brands and their account that comes into play a lot more than just knowing one thing because yeah. as account managers you are not a master of one thing you are yeah. everything yeah. Jack, of all jack of all trades yeah. Got it. so literally you are jack jack of all trades and um, you need to know a little bit of everything hmm. and tie it all together. together so there's no hard and fast at least as an account manager level. Hmm. Uh, even as web strategists you you are managing all of hmm. those so hmm. there's nothing like that Question to all of you guys, uh, for someone joining either the content team, SEO team or someone who is uh, coming into the account management role or wanting to progress into the account management role, uh, what are the non-negotiable, like what are the must-have traits that, that one should have uh, at Shebang? I can start with uh, probably Bonsi. You. Sure. So like I mentioned, I think your basic grammar skills, your grammar has to be on point. Um, if the second I think would be a working knowledge at least of SEO um, if you don't have it that's fine but I think if you apply and you are on board I think before you join there is always a certain time gap try and learn something about SEO try and do a bit of reading and research there um, I think the third very important thing is like I mentioned read read and read and I cannot emphasize that enough I think that's extremely important so for me it would be it would be these three and obviously the right attitude, the, the willingness to learn and, and grow. Speaking from account management? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I believe there are a lot of skills in play here, but absolutely must have would be analytics and building strategy, basis the analytics, I mean interpretation of the yeah. data that you get because without that you won't be able to A, grow yourself or the account or, or the brand. understand what, where the brand or is at right now, correct. how we can yeah. reach to the goals. Yeah. If you don't understand that, 
what's the point yeah. you're, you're not leading anything and in the end that is how you will lead the team yeah so that's where you come to the second point where you have to be extremely good at leading teams leadership qualities correct because uh, if you are spending time in doing your own stuff and you've not uh, delegated the responsibilities of others <laughs> the work has stopped it mm. has stopped at you it has not yeah. gone to the next person and it's not getting done so delegation yeah. managing the correct. team is extremely important yeah. over here uh, after that it would come again to the clients managing the expectation managing uh, also setting uh, the right expectations is so yeah, important sometimes important. we get carried away with what <laughs> everything the client saying but also uh, being honest with them saying that this is something that would work and not work so setting the right expectations yeah. uh, and knowing what your team is capable of exactly i mean like the client will always push the client Correct. will always push for a shorter deadline Correct. for faster work for uh, cheaper costs whatever Correct. you think of but uh, you're the one who will have to put a stop to it that yeah. this yeah. has to be it i can't yeah. go below that yeah. i i also feel it's important to uh, understand the nitty gritties that go into each of these services yeah. uh, like i know when email uh, email marketing i even though i'm an account manager i know what goes at an execution level so tomorrow if i know someone from my team is not available i can just go and do it myself or if there is an issue at some point of thing i know what to pick on so also knowing the process of each team mm. uh and under, uh, and understanding uh, what is more important and uh, i think prioritizing what needs to be done uh, before but of course understanding the process is something that we should be aware of even if probably we don't know the execution understanding sure. what developers do understanding what a ui or ux designers do understanding what my strategist strategist does because uh, if i didn't know what they did i wouldn't know how to exactly o- overlook that it's so, like yeah. you should be able to at some level perform their job yeah least. correct correct yeah, even the minutest even the web strategist level uh, web executive level correct. or seo executive level you need to have the experience or at least maybe sometimes lend a hand correct that's when you understand what yeah. they are doing yeah. what is the kind of experience they are yeah. having uh that's very important yeah and that comes to my mind right now anything else i'll right. tell and ragank what about you uh from the seo point of view it's uh, very important that basic a uh, the keyword planning is done like keyword research and keyword planning uh i mean the person knows that very well second is uh, the technical aspects of things uh, the technical seo uh, things like so, someone needs to understand them decent enough to uh, like you know share recommendations basis that uh, and third would be like you know uh, grammar grammar is really important so having like all these three and fourth as i said before understanding of the tools analytic tools of google search console they are very important got it great that's i mean that's that sounds like a uh, 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 amalgamation of what somebody should come with in terms of joining shebang especially irrespective of you joining seo team the account management or the website management team or the uh, content marketing team i think these skills the the kind of conversations we have driven today really helps the people wanting to join and the people who have joined us or in the process of joining us uh, understand their jobs better so thank you so much for doing this thank, thank you for having us thank you awesome